Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Back to The Baldface Truth with John Kanzano on 750 The Game. Well, Portland State damn near did it. Playing at what was Spartan Stadium. They almost upset San Jose State over the weekend, which would have been really nice to go with that $450,000 check or whatever it was that they collected from San Jose State. This week, they'll go to Washington. They'll make half a million dollars to do it. But Bruce Barnum is not in this for the moral victories. He joins us now to talk about the upcoming game. First of all, uh, how did you feel about the performance against San Jose State? Um, hey, John, thanks for having us. Um, uh, too many mistakes. Uh, I like the team I saw. Uh, tough fight, support, you know, um, quarterback, new quarterback, played really well, made some throws like he's a senior, then made, you know, two throws that he wants back, we all want back, and um look uh, he looked like a you know first first game guy but uh i have a good football team you know uh, you know my world i'm stuck in these two quote money game fbs you know while everybody else in my conference is you know purchasing you know buying their their money games to play uh fcs opponents and getting wins we're not doing that now we almost snuck one i uh, wish we had it we, we would have but we didn't it just means you know the playoffs are going to be a little bit more work in the back end but i saw a good football team on my side you know uh, we had trouble running the football just because of some size up front uh, that we didn't match but um um i like what we saw we almost got out of there we almost snuck one yeah, and I think you had him worried, which, you know, you've done this before. You've won some of these games. I think you had him worried a little bit. Health-wise, how did you come out of the game? Knock on wood, we are scot-free. Everybody's rolling, John. That's huge. Yeah, and those are, that's big, and I don't think people think about it because you've had some games, you know, let's go back to 2018, that Washington game. I think it was 2018 you played them. That team was headed to uh, the playoff. Yeah, they and, were in the Final Four that year. Yeah, and, you know, they didn't just beat you guys. They beat you guys up. Yes, they did. Yeah, and some things happened in this game, John. I, I had a couple situations that changed some play calls because injuries I didn't want to get worse, you know. I wasn't going to sell the farm to beat San Jose. Uh, it, it made me call some things on offense. I you know, probably wouldn't have called in those situations, but I was, you know, I was protecting my team a little bit, protecting you, my people. Yeah, and you, as you should, uh, you turned the focus now to Washington. What did you see on film? You watched film of them playing Kent State, I'm sure. We did. I uh, watched that. I actually watched it on TV. Uh, you know, we've got some of their Fresno stuff from last year. And, um, number one, you know, because you hear all the noise. I read your stuff, and you try to keep up on college football while you're in the fishing boat. And You know, everybody, first comment, Jen Cohen, their AD. I mean, I think, you know, everybody was up for, or was, you know, questioning her. Yeah. I think she had a 
grand slam. I mean, everybody thought it was going to be a boring deal. And I mean, watching watching them from snap one, you know, they pick off a ball, and you saw on TV those that watched it. He saw a disciplined football team, didn't make a lot of mistakes. I like their quarterback, you know, they did some things. Um, and they're fast. Uh, they have makeup speed. I didn't see that last week. Uh, what they do have is makeup speed. If you do this, you know, they're giving you this, but they close on it quick. And not just one of their guys, their entire defense, talking defensively. Um, you know, they have some guys that I thought were their best players that aren't starting for them. That tells, you, tells me something. You know, you got even better, huh? But uh, they're a good football team. They're fast all across the board, and um, uh, they look good. They look in week five, not week one. I think they're a team. You know, after, I mean, we've looked at that thing and broke it down. We have it in, you know, all these different clips, different looks. Um, I don't – because I watched the other ones, John. It was, it was an odd day, you know, because we played Thursday. I get everybody off Saturday. We worked till noon and got home, and I watched football. It was, it was like Disneyland yeah. combined with Disney World and fishing <laughs> in the Okefenokee Swamp. I was in heaven. And I'm DVR, and I got one on a computer because you can, you know, you can go on there, John, and ESPN Plus, have you ever heard that? Yeah. You can go on there and turn those games on. So I'm watching Big Sky, yada, yada. I watched everybody except I didn't see USC. Pac-12 is I'm talking. All right. I didn't see either of the Arizonas. I saw some highlights. But watching this team, if, if they stay healthy, I'm talking about the Huskies, and this will upset the state of Oregon because, you know, that's who I support, yada, yada, but. Um, they'll be in the Pac-12 championship. I think that's who they have up there and how they're running it right now. Wait a minute. You think Washington is good enough to get to Vegas to play for that championship of the conference? Yes. You can you can say that on your radio show. We're live, right? I'm going to tweet it. There I'm going to tweet it. They're going to read it. They're going to feel good about themselves, and they're going to like you when you walk into that stadium. No, they're not. They're not going to like it. You know what yeah. we thought about? I can't do it, but they got some really good players. And one's Zion. Is a, I think he's one of their best. and. Uh, I think he's 58. We're going to put, like, on the sideline, you know how everybody has those cards, John? Yep. I was going to put, like, you can't call their names. So I was going to put, you know, it's a tricky deal. We, I was going to put, like, Zion Bank, you know, Zion in big letters, and then have the NCAA portal transfer thing, and then have, like, uh, you know, Dodge Pretzels and uh, my NIL offer to him. And then just go through the whole team during the game. But my staff said I couldn't do that. Help me out with something here. Um, Jimmy Lake coached this team a year ago. A lot of his guys are back. They were not very good on the field. It was hard to tell if they quit midseason or maybe they checked out after they lost to Oregon. I don't know what happened there. But, you know, you're watching film from last year, film from this year. Is Were there any noticeable differences in just, you know, was it scheme? Was it energy? What was the difference? Um, that one's hard, you know, because I didn't really watch. I watched last year for personnel only mm. because of the coaching change, you know what I mean? Um, we watched Fre Fresno to, you know, see what uh, this staff was going to do. Yeah. Um, and then, honestly, I gave guys, you know, Saturday off for the most part after going through our game and, uh, you know, setting up um, things for the week. Because we didn't really, I, you didn't really know what they were going to do. 
you know, at Washington. Yeah, they did this at Fresno, but okay, now he's got new people. Who's he going to, you know, put in certain spots? What's he going to do? And, you know, so that's a tough one. That's a tough one. The, uh, you know, is there is there anything that scares you about Washington, or is it just overall they were impressive in general? Or is there one facet that you left Saturday going, man, they're really good in this area? Well, uh, it was you. I was able to watch when I watched the entire game. I could see both sides. I usually don't do that. I'm usually a, you know focus on our defense guy. But uh, I mean, uh, the Golden Flashers. You know, they throw a pop. You know, everybody's throwing RPOs and the hair guy also or something who didn't even play last year very much. Now he's one of the starting safeties in the back end. He picks the ball off, you know. And then you, okay, they had a quarterback situation. They had a, uh, a lot of talent in that room. How they choose this guy? And then you see them come out and just, I mean, they did everything right. They didn't make mistakes. Um, so they're being coached very well. Number one. Then you saw their speed because in, you know, uh, there's one play. I don't know what number it is um, on our cutups, but. They're Mike linebacker. You know, usually you say, oh, you know, these guys are really fast. He's four. They're Mike linebacker, I think. He's on the opposite end of the field, and he gets tricked, you know, with a, a misdirection. <laughs> he redirects and makes the play on the other side for, like, plus two. I'm like, okay, that guy's kind of fast. You know, yeah. and that's against a team that's supposed to be faster than us, you know, uh, the Kent Staters. But uh, we'll try to put some things together and, Hopefully they make a couple mistakes, you know, and uh, uh, hopefully they're looking. Who who do they have next? Michigan State? Yeah. Maybe they're looking by you, looking past you. Uh, uh, They they should be, you know. They should be. Once If we get that and get a perfect storm coming in, don't make any mistakes we did last week. You got a chance maybe to see a little bit of Idaho. They were playing against Washington State. I did. I watched that one. I watched the – I caught the second half of that one, I think. Okay, it, it surprised me that Washington State struggled with them. Um, I think it surprised the country, you know. I think you saw Washington State defense, and I think in the third quarter, close to the third quarter, they had uh, the Vandals at 168 yards. So you knew their defense. Well, just look at the statistics. You knew, that, you knew their defense was playing well, you know, against Idaho. Um, I didn't know about the turnovers early because I turned it on late, you know. Yeah. And the turnovers, I guess I don't got some popped a couple off turnovers, but yeah, I mean you're expecting um, a Pac-12 team versus an FCS team. Uh, you're expecting them to, you know, be handled pretty much. But it sounds like statistic-wise, Washington State's offense, you know, must have sputtered a bit. Unless I, you look at it, and you know, what is the deal? Is it because Idaho has a hell of a defense, or is it, you know, yeah. were, were they able to do that? You know, so you have to look at those things and personnel and who they have. But Idaho lost a lot of guys in their defense, too. Uh, so I was kind of looking at that. But that score surprised me. That, that situation surprised me, honestly. Bruce Barnum with us, Portland State football coach. All right, there's a lot of overreaction going on, especially with the Duck fans right now. Oh, I know. Uh, I saw. I, I didn't all see right. all that when I. I mean, he was out of hand already. So I'm like, oh, geez, Malise. Yeah. Um, I, I I caught some of it. I watched it. Just uh, I was kind of curious what they were doing on offense and defense, you know, schematically. But the score was already out of hand by the time I found that game. It was hard for me because I think personnel-wise, Oregon was overmatched. So it's hard for me Weren't to... Weren't you at that one? Yes. Okay. 
they're overmatched. Everything was easy for Georgia. They couldn't, you know, the, comf- the quarterback was so comfortable he could have had a chair back there, and you know everybody was open by ten yards. It, right. It felt personnel driven, so it's hard for me to criticize and go they were out coached because I'm not sure if you flip the coaching s- staffs one side or the other if Georgia doesn't do the same thing. Right. It's not the X's and O's. It's the Jennies and Joes. They, you know, they, that 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 rhyme has always been with it and uh, you know i think you notice it in in the big people you know uh you, you we played arkansas they were you know they were down that year as far as sec the year i played them but i looked at their d-line <laughs> and i said okay you guys are the worst in sec what are we talking here <laughs> I mean, they had. I watched some stretch because they had one guy who the, who the scouts told me, oh, he's a, he's a guy, but you know, yada yada. Barney, you should be able to handle him. So I go over and sit in the bench while they're stretching because I'm just scared. Okay, well, what? Who exactly are you? And I saw that guy stretching, and I'm thinking, oh, he, he, are you kidding me? We're going to handle this guy. That scout's probably not working this year. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And have you seen my guys? But. I think that's the biggest difference, personally. I, I uh, am wishing you well this week. I Thank want you guys you. to stay healthy. Um, I know that there were some kids from the BFT Foundation who went to the game at San Jose State. I got some notes from your, you had some fans there uh, that were at the summer camp. So I want you to know your guys are supported and good luck to you this week. Pick up the check. Try to pick up a W. Thank you, and we took care of that guy, the guy that bought at the BFT auction. Yeah. Um, I forget his last name. Houston. Rusty, Houston. yeah. Rusty something. Uh, yeah. He's set. We got him set up. I awesome. Mean, and people are going to have to look at this next year. You look at our schedule and see what you want to buy with the BFT because he's, uh, I mean, he's going to He's on the sideline with you guys. He's on the sideline. He's at the hotel. His feet are going to be up. I mean, he's living the life. <laughs> I love living it. Living the right. life. Give some money to BFT. What the hell? All right. Good luck to you, Coach. Thanks. Thank you. Sure. All right. Bruce Barton, Portland State Coach. He's talking about... The uh, BFT's uh, annual uh, foundation auction in Radiothon, uh, the winner last year, got to bid on sideline passes for the Portland State-Washington game. So the winner's uh, taken his son to the game. He's going to be on the sideline with the Vikings up at Husky Stadium. Our big splash is coming up. I want more of your phone calls. It's your turn to weigh in. Mike Leach coming up top of the hour. you got to hear that. you got the bald-faced truth. Leave it here. Back to the bald-faced truth with John Canzano. Peter Sampson is up next with The Pulse from 6 to 7 on 750 The Game. Hi, 3417-7575 is the number. Top of the hour, you're going to hear Mike Leach, okay? It's a taped interview. I want to tell you, like full disclosure, he calls me last night after midnight, his time. He's walking his dog Mike Leach, walking his dog. We have a 25-minute or so conversation. Uh, I said to him, hey, I need to tape this. It's too good. And so I taped the interview. You're going to hear Mike Leach after midnight. Mike Leach after dark coming up top of the hour. Um, Let's do the big splash. It's the one thing that you need to know. This is the one thing you absolutely need to know today. Look, look, look at it. Where? Down there. Well, Georgia's up to number two in the poll in the AP Top 25. The Florida Gators 
moved in at number 12. Both of those programs beat Pac-12 teams. Georgia blasted Oregon. Florida got by Utah. Very uncharacteristic mistake by Cam Rising at the end of that game. But Florida looked good. Georgia looked great. Ohio State's the big loser. They slipped to number three in the poll, even though they got two first-place votes. Michigan's at number four. Clemson down to number five. That's how it shook out. Oregon not ranked. The Pac-12 penalized by voters. Uh, USC at number 10 is the highest-ranked team in the Pac-12. Utah's at 13. Beyond that, it is a whole lot of nothing. Oregon State uh, did not crack the top 25 despite a win over Boise State. Uh, let's, let's hang on to the phone calls. Mike Leach is coming up, all right? Again, last night, after midnight his time, Mike Leach says, hey, uh, I'm walking my dog. You, you got time for a call. I eventually told him we got to roll on this. We got to do an interview. And Mike Leach walking his dog coming up right here on this show. Uh, it is a real treat, and uh, I'm glad that you're here for it. So we'll take more of your phone calls also in the 4 o'clock hour. 5 o'clock hour will be Cam Worrell, former Fresno State defensive back, played in the NFL five or six seasons. Really good analysis of what Fresno State is and what Oregon State is up against as they travel to what used to be Bulldog Stadium in uh, Fresno, California for a game that should be in the, uh, you know, temperatures should push towards the 90s during the day. Who knows what it will be when they kick that game off on Saturday night. Up next, Mike Leach. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but... If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.